Welcome to Peers Like Me. Peers Like Me is a regularly updated podcast developed to increase everybody's understanding of the effects of people who have behavioral health issues on our families, neighbors, and communities. Peers Like Me is designed to increase understanding and knowledge for people in our community from a peer, people with lived experiences, perspective, which will result in improved community inclusion. Our hope is that by sharing our knowledge and experiences with the issues, our community will gain better understanding and acceptance, resulting in an improved quality of life for everyone. Today, our guest is Samuel Floyd, a provisional New York State Certified Peer Specialist with Restoration Society, Inc. Our host is Maura Kelly. Thank you, Ernie. Uh, welcome on this summery day in Buffalo, New York. We have I have a distinct honor and pleasure to welcome Sam Floyd. A, he self-identifies as a poet, an advocate, and a peer with lived experience of having anxiety and depression. On his podcast, Comma 23, he and his friend Joel work to build a safe space to share stories in an arena of familiarity and trust. Sam has learned a lot while struggling with depression and displays his talent for finding grace and the honesty of how impossible it can feel to do so with anxiety. Hi, Sam. Welcome. Hi, Maura. How are you? Good. Good. So... I've been looking into you. I've been doing some research and I'm just amazed at your skill and talents. And I think it only does justice if you could just, the way uh, my curiosity peaked about you was hearing one of your poems that you recited. So do you think you could just recite one of your poems to get us started? Yes. I can recite a poem for you. This is an older poem. I know emotions hard to ignore, but we do, like the words got any change. I know emotions like wanting and fist fights and solving the problem by chewing through limbs. We are dying footsteps and you like a heartbeat and you like pointless laughter like sanity, you are everywhere in my mind. You are, sounds like falling, feels kind of urgent, tastes like, it just sounds like falling. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. So being a fellow person that I guess has anxiety and depression, I'm amazed at a fellow who can put together those words in such a eloquent way and and make sense out of them in su such a natural state how do you do that sam how do you like how like i'm just amazed at your your ability to do that well it takes a lot of time and grace on my part uh, i really just flow with the words. I've been doing it for so long. Like when I was 17, I had a mentor who was a poet, a writer in residency program. Mm -hmm. And she was astounded by the fact that I picked up 
one of Siku Sundiata's poems. Um, and I always come and bring it back to Siku Sundiata because of the fact that he really sparked that interest in me to do poetry and use it as a coping mechanism for the depression and anxiety I was going through. Wow. So I know for me, when I have a lot of anxiety and depression, I, I focus on mindfulness and skills to be mindful and present in, in right now. And it seems that you do mindfulness through poetry. Is that correct? Is it like, when I'm anxious, I think, all right, what can I do to be mindful? Is that what you do when you're anxious? Yes, I yeah, definitely, cool. I recite a poem whenever I feel overwhelmed or anxious. I have had panic attacks where the only thing that I could think was about a poem like our limerick by Lewis Carroll or by who wrote Through the Looking Glass. Wow. Uh, so I also think of like deaf, Russell Simmons' deaf poetry. I memorized one of those poems and I recited to myself until I calmed down. That's great. That's great. So you're here today to talk about digital storytelling. So yeah. how does, what is that? And like, what, what can, what, just what is it? I don't you know, just people want to know. I think people want to know. I want to know because I want to, I like what you have. I like your poetry. I like your, your, your style, I guess, your, your, the way you are. And I want some of what you have. So what, what is this digital storytelling? Digital storytelling, from my perspective, I do podcasting through digital storytelling. But digital storytelling is anytime you bring a recovery story into a digital space. So um, the better way to say that is anytime you use a video to tell your story, anytime you use audio to tell your story, anytime you take a picture and make snapshots and put them on YouTube and add audio to it and music and things like that, that's you making a digital story that's you stepping out of your comfort zone possibly to build on your engagement with the world around you and to let them know how you are and to be honest about it and not ashamed and just really feel feel in the moment who you are and that's why I love doing podcasting because I can go back and I can see there was a statement that I've made that I got from somewhere. It's procrastination is when we forget who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the, the crux of that statement. Um, digital storytelling is us remembering who we are. Well, like really the truthfulness of who we are, the, the, the authenticity of us. Yes. Yes. Okay. So have you tried different tools or things, suggestions people have taught you or learned by yourself to manage recovery or to I've live recovery? 
I've tried many different things. I've tried um, coloring. I've tried zentangles. I've tried um, exercise. I've tried lots of different things in my recovery. Um, but I really focus and fall back on poetry and at this point, digital storytelling, just being able to get that part of myself out there. Mm-hmm. I've, out, I've even tried, I've even done some public speaking before. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like the best thing I can do for myself is to, for posterity reasons also, is to just strike up the mic. Mm-hmm. So how did you discover this? How, how, like, how did you discover that being live and sharing to this vast audience that you don't even know is very helpful? How did you discover, how did you hop on this happenstance? So that is an interesting story to me, at least. Um, I think I've been doing digital storytelling for years, but I haven't had a podcast for years. Mm-hmm. My friend Joel had a podcast called Unraveling Religion. And he would talk about spirituality and I talk about recovery and poetry from that standpoint. And I would sit down with him and we would record and it just became a regular thing with us just building that space Mm -hmm. and talking without fear or just in familiarity and just knowing each other very well, one piece fits into another. And knowing that others are going to hear this, that you might not even know. Yeah. Yes. And knowing that um, the people who hear it will maybe come to understand something that I hold very deeply and that I feel is very important. Is it like, so when people look at me, just look at me, I'm sure they make assumptions and judgments, even though they don't want to, they see me and they think certain things. But with digital storytelling, it seems like they have to look beyond just what is in front of them. They have to dig deeper in in knowing who Sam Floyd is. Yeah, I get to write my own narrative in the podcast framework. Yeah, wow. I get to build myself up to be either the best, I wouldn't say best, but the best poet ever, or I get to, I just get to like put myself in this position where I'm just, I'm just being honest. And that's why I said I wouldn't say the best poet ever, because I've never said that on my podcast. I've never said that I'm the best poet ever. But I always I feel confident in sharing my poetry in that space. Yeah, I could say I know I know you and you're the the poet I know of all the poets I know, you're the best poet I know. So just, oh, you thank know, you. so thank but, you. Uh, I don't know too many, but so is this something you, you share with your family and loved ones, these podcasts, or is this something, or 
they just happenstance upon it or I I try to share it with them. I try I share it with my brother. I have a twin brother. Mm-hmm. And I try to share with him my podcast. We just put out one with Unraveling Religion and I immediately sent it to him because I wanted him to see how I interact and engage and how um, a, be- a bigger part of myself that maybe I don't share with him all the time. Right. I know I struggle with, I want people to understand me. Is that what digital storytelling helps do for you? Like to, like, I always seek to understand, but I want people to understand me, I guess, sometimes. Do you have that desire? Do you have that like, to be understood? Or no? Yeah. 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 I often think to myself that this is the way that I choose to be understood. Right. This is the way that I um, set settle on um, who I am and not mishmash mishmash words. Yeah, like every word is so powerful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it means something. Every word means something. I know. I write poetry as a coping skill and it isn't because I write poetry because I'm like big-headed or like you know a person who just thinks highly of themselves I write poetry because it's the quickest way to the truth for me mm-hmm. if I wrote a story if I wrote a nonfiction or fiction or wrote an essay or anything like that, it wouldn't be the truth for me. Mm-hmm. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't settle my soul. So I write poetry to get to that part where like in the distance I see you and you are God like everything else. Those are words that just click in my head and just come out as, as the depth of me like as far as I can get I'm just digging and I'm doing the work and I'm putting in effort and I'm seeing what comes at the end of the day and that's how I heal so I'm just curious where your poems I've listened to a few of them where do you find the words where where do your words come from The words, where my words come from is just the inside of like a phrase, a turn of phrase. So when I say, I know emotion's hard to ignore, but we do like the words got any change. Those words came from a turn of phrase, which was got any change. Uh-huh. Because you always hear people say, got any change change right and I put together just how hard it must be and how like tough it must be for that person but I put it reframed it onto myself and said this is how I recognize myself in others yeah okay 
So do you know anyone else that does this, this digital storytelling? Does anyone else? You're the, you're the only one I know that does this. Are there others out there for with you? I, I think there are others who do digital storytelling. I've seen other podcasts where they do digital storytelling yeah. and they do it very well. Um, there's something called meditative stories, mm-hmm. but they don't talk as much about um, recovery. And okay. my my um, podcast and my center is on recovery from my um, mental impairments and stuff like that. So um, I also know Joel, who is on the podcast with me, and he um, he really just spurs me on with the stuff that he does. Um, Adam Salon at Restoration Society knows a lot about digital storytelling mm-hmm. from a different perspective than I do. Um, he's working on rolling out other ways people can tell their stories as well through digital storytelling mm-hmm. um, outside of podcasting. So I have two thoughts. One is so many people look at people with mental health issues and they think therapy and medication. And you're you're sitting here saying poetry. Like that's in your toolbox. It is working, oh, yeah. it seems, you know, like it it's you seem well from my you seem pretty together, you know. Uh that's like that's not medication, that's not psychotherapy, that's poetry, and, and that's helping you stay sane, I think or whatever that is healthy or whatever the word is it's connection yeah it's connecting to something deeper and so my two things are connecting to something deeper other people may have spirituality and things like that Mm -hmm. i have poetry yeah cool and other people connect maybe around a, a, a party or a bar or something like that i have um peers that i see every week yeah that's how i connect that's how i get that's how i get myself together that's cool. keep myself together that's great and you're thinking outside the box and you being outside the box i think people hearing this can think outside the box too and see that it works so how can people listening to this get involved or do this or, or like uh, try this tool out or how, how, how does one go about that? Well, I live in Buffalo, Western New York area, yeah. and they have at the, at the Buffalo Erie County Public Library, they have something called the Launchpad where yeah. they have the tools to, to do this. They have audio equipment and they'll walk you through it they have the ability if you have the ability to use your phone to record you have the ability to just drop jot some notes down just journal journal to yourself with your voice i know there's a lot of writing groups around is that an option Are, are there any writing or poetry groups they get together like book clubs or something, writing clubs. At the moment, I don't know of any 
um, I know I attend a writing group um, with, once again, I'm going to say Joel, um, yeah. with Joel that is called Ground in Sky. Yeah. And um, that is a writing group I'm, I attend. There's something called Shut Up and Write. That's a writing group that I attend. Yeah. Does Lisa Maria Cruz attend that? I, 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 she's involved. She is a mental health peer connection employee, but she very promotes writing as well. I don't know if you're She does. Yeah. She does. I have attended her open mic, but yeah. I don't know of any writing, particularly writing group that she attends or works with. Um, I know Mark Mental Health Association has one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How can, what can people, how can they reach out and like find out more information about this beautiful, unique, and it seems like free tool to use that you don't have to bill insurance for? This is something that you can look up on Google, on the web, and you can also reach out to me at S. Floyd at RSI Western New York, WNY.org. And I would be happy to give you some ideas. Um, there are a lot of different resources out there. If you are creative, there are a lot of different ways of doing it. If you're not creative, if you, if you just want to take your time and seek out some, the best way for you, there's always Anchor, uh, which is an app that does podcasting there's so many different ways to do this all right so if they just contact you you can point them in the right direction yes i can s floyd at what's your email s floyd at rsi western new york.org okay and i'm going to open this up if anyone would like to recite their poetry on the Peers Like Me podcast, I, I'd be more than willing to have a bunch of people just, we'll, we'll just spend some time listening to poetry. It, I, don't, I don't know if you're interested in that, Sam, but I'd love to have Peers Like Me part of that. So, yeah. Yeah, I will spread the word and I will definitely come back and read some more poetry with you guys. Okay. And, and Sam, you sent me how can people hear more of your poetry? How can they access it on your podcast? Um, my podcast is on podcast. My, my podcast is on Think Twice Radio. Joel's podcast is everywhere on Google, iTunes. Um, I'm working up to that. Yeah. Um, but mine is on Think Twice Radio. If you put it in the search engine, Think Twice Radio, you'll find it. It comes up. And Joel's podcast is Unraveling Religion on iTunes or Spotify or whatever you have. Thank you, Sam. Hey, will you come back at a later date and just touch base with us and let us know how it's going? Like, I think, I think what you're doing, really, there's no other word to say than just beautiful and uh it's touching and that when we talk about mental illness or behavioral health it, it, it 
it doesn't connect with calmness and serenity that you're portraying in your poetry. And I just see that as such a different perspective that people need to know about us and about you. So thank you very much. You're welcome. I would love to come back. All right, Sam, great. All right. You've been listening to Peers Like Me, a podcast that explores issues related to behavioral health, sponsored by Western New York Independent Living, Inc., with the assistance of the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Today, our guest has been Samuel Floyd, a provisional New York State Certified Peer Specialist with Restoration Society, Inc. Our host has been Maura Kelly.